baby. Order yours today. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show, this is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are some of my sidekicks, Mr. P Features. Hello, Internets. And Baby Q. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? He's got a better voice than me. What's going on? Listen to him. Tell me what's going on. Oh, tell him. Don't tell me. You know what's going on? (laughs) What's going on, Baby Huey? Features, what do we have today? Well, since you guys wanted to kick it over to me first, what we do have. So what, what is, I meant like, what is today's issue? It's yeah, the, it's the Friday show. Which is normally the Wednesday show. So we have the. Dude, he's spoon feeding it to you. Oh my yeah, God. But the. proper send off. You got to say the news. All right. Yeah. Okay. And I got I you. Go. Let, me, let, me, let me run this back. <laughs> Baby Huey, I'm going to, I'm going to take over if you don't mind. Let me take over. Let me do my thing. Look, it's been a few few days since I've been on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to start over. I'm my wonderful Mr. P Features. Hello, Internet. And then there's Huey. What's going on? What's going on? All right. Welcome to the Wednesday, well, actually the Friday show. And that's where we talk about the what? <laughs> he features. The, the new news. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. If if you weren't around for the Wednesday show, we felt it was only proper to make sure that that entire show was dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. That was the only story worth uh, the time. Uh, that's I wanted to make sure that that stood out clear past everything else what we're going to talk about today. So if you haven't listened, go back and check out the Wednesday show, which is uh, all about Chadwick Boseman and, and uh, his sad passing. Uh, but today we want to talk about all the other Comet-related current events. Did I say Comet-related? I did. The Comet? Comet. Comic-related current events. Comet-related. That's Comic a Comic-related current Comet. events. From, from, full, from Full House? From, from Full House. Comet, yes. <laughs> That was a uh, man features. If you were in this room, we'd earth to him right now. <laughs> this, no. <laughs> well, we got plenty of things to talk about today. We've got, for example, Robert Downey Jr. is very clear with his future of the MCU. And we have a crazy new Batman day. And Batman also has the Rona. He's got the Rona. No, or be more like Rona. Much better. All right, let's let's jump into comics like we always do. Let's get this show underway. But I think what we should talk about first probably is Batman Day because Batman Day 2020. I mean, this has been a weird year. Just to, to put it mildly, but we're yeah. going to have a very weird Batman day because of it. So uh, 
What's going on with Batman Day? There's a couple cool things that are happening. Why don't we each try and snag one? Feach, what's give me something cool about Batman Day this year. Um, one cool thing is the Cape Crusader training. So for all those people out there that have ever thought of donning the cape and cowl and screaming I am the knight into the moon while staring down three unsuspecting goons, yeah, you have the ability to do so. Yeah, except for this is arts and crafts (laughs) for you to make your own cape and cowl and bat signal. Do me a favor. After you do the (laughs) Cape Crusader training and you make your cape and cowl and your bat signal, please do not try and fight crime. Please, please do not try and actually go out and fight crime. You're not suited with your your macaroni bat signal. (laughs) Do you know what he could do with all that, though? He can run a 5K or 10K race. (laughs) Run. <laughs> hey, look! Out of the Listen, three of us, who's gonna run? Features, yes. So he can run. Features can run the five k. We'll walk it. Yes. There's gonna be a virtual five k and there's gonna be a virtual five k and ten k race walk uh, on August thirty uh, first. So that's fun. Yep. Yeah. My fat butt ain't doing that. Yeah. Look at him. Look at you centering yourself. I did. <laughs> And then there's also a bunch of things that are going to happen in some of the mobile games. Uh, For example, Injustice 2 Mobile, DC Legends, and the DC Universe Online will all have Batman-themed story arcs uh, and GIFs um, throughout uh, Batman Day, as well as the DC Universe is going to do things to celebrate him. It's going to be, I guess, their last two raw before HBO Max is the one celebrating this in the future. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's Batman Day. Because It's interesting to see what DC's been doing with COVID. Uh, because I think fandom was amazing. I, I honestly hope fandom. I love that. That was a nice thing to sit back, watch, you know. I would rather, I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm, this is going to be blasphemy territory here, but I would rather that than Comic-Cons as a way of disseminating news. Because, like, none of us are ever going to get to Hall H, and if, you ever, if we ever do, we're going to miss out the whole day at Comic-Con. It's just going to be waiting in line for Hall H we're to see. We're going to get to Hall H. But you get my point. The whole day will be gone just waiting for in Hall H for Hall H, and then you stay there all day so you don't lose your seat. So even if you got to sit through panels you don't care about, you do it specifically to get to the panel that you want to. It's, yeah. just, it's a mess. Where if both yeah, Marvel and DC did this, I don't know. What do you got, Feech? I like, I like your idea about that, but I still feel like the Hall H type events will probably be pay-per-view. I was actually thinking the same buy like a a pass for that. I was actually thinking the same thing. Dude, just do it in Disney Plus and HBO Max. You have an HBO Max subscription, boom, you can watch it. Here's DC Fandom. You got a you got a Disney Plus subscription, boom, here's Marvel's Hall H. I mean, it's an easy way to get more subscribers. Plus, when you go to Comic-Con, you can spend your time, you know, meeting the celebrities and and finding books and props and and cosplaying and all the other fun events that you can find at a Comic-Con, not just waiting for the panels. While walking and being shoulder to shoulder with everybody. And don't get me wrong, I love the panels. I I mean, the Tom McFarlane panel we went to at New York Comic-Con is still one of my all-time favorite experiences. It was phenomenal. I'm not saying I don't like the panels i'm just saying that this is a way that you can do it without feeling as though you're you're missing out on the whole event specifically because you want to watch the one panel to see the three minute trailer that's going to get released in two months anyway you know the best part after we walked out todd mcfarland's uh panel was we walked over saw cb sabolsky cb sabolsky i'm like "Eh." um that was marvel's (laughs) editor-in-chief and we definitely just went yeah (laughs) (laughs) nothing we we waited in line for me like 
Nothing against T.B. Sobolski. I just want to put that you out know. there. I've got no issues or qualms with him. I just, after sitting through the the energetic, uh, inspirational speech of Todd McFarlane, I was pretty good. I didn't need to sit through anything more. <laughs> it was cool. C.B. was just out there in the hallway just talking to people. Oh, that's right. And we all we were, we're all like, debating, like, should we go say hi? Nah. Like, nah. We're, <laughs> nah. Nah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. The pretzel, a pretzel might have been more important, at least for me. I needed to eat something. <laughs> Sorry, CB. Sorry, CB. You, eat. I mean, you no, get it, though. It's definitely an apology, CB. but I, I had to eat something. So Look, I'm only saying this as a man of girth myself, but CB would understand. Yes. <laughs> CB <laughs> understands yeah. the plight of the pretzel. Um, all right. <laughs> Features. Talk to me what's going on with Iron Man. Okay, so Iron Man uh, does whatever hold up, hold up, hold Iron up, Man hold up. wants to do. Hold up. Spoiler alert for Iron Man 2020 issue 6. I don't want to piss anybody off. All right, go ahead, Feach. <laughs> yes, Steve. Okay, so Iron, <laughs> Iron Man basically has a, sort of an answer or response to Krakoa, the island of Krakoa in the five for the X-Men. So if, you, uh, if you're wondering what that means, it's, it's a very strong possibility that, that death could be as what death really is in comic books, almost non-existent. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be, to That's be the fair. perfect way to explain it. Uh, Iron Man has has uh, found a way to bring people back of sorts. So we all remember when uh, Tony Stark assumptionally died, and he was just an AI at one point controlling an Iron Man suit. Um, what he achieved was being able to create a body and downloading his consciousness in it. Now he's done it for himself, and he's done it for Rhodey. And by Rhodey, I do mean War Machine. So if you remember him getting the hole punched into him by Thanos, then, hey, he's back. So, yeah, Civil Yay. War Two. Civil War Two oh, was yeah. a very sad opening. And all of us went, really? Rhodey? Really? Like, <laughs> that, that's who we're killing in issue one? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, was, again, again, it made sense because of Carol and his relationship. I, 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 I still get why, but it was like, really? <laughs> yeah, but he just got, like, the the... The offer to be the president of the United States was pretty much a walk-on job. And <laughs> something it was like all these good things were happening. And it was like, oh, Thanos is here. Punch. And that was the end of War Machine. Yeah. Why Didn't are you like taking it. War Machine to go fight Thanos in the first place? Like, War Machine's not doing well, much. Because his girlfriend asked him to. I know. I get it. I get it. But still, it's like, if, okay, you're War Machine. Right, and your girlfriend comes up and says, "Hey, you want to go fight this intergalactic space deviant? You know who uh, who repeatedly murders everyone? <laughs> Sign me up! Nah, yeah, babe, let's go. Last time I checked, my bullets didn't work, but your uh, your powers. Yeah, did, right. So, uh, you should handle that. <laughs> you don't. You understand these are just guns, right? <laughs> like, this isn't much more than than a, than a, a weird suit of armor and some pistols, like." <laughs> All right, so before we keep going down this rabbit hole. um, Yeah, let's let's stop. (laughs) Just to get to the base of it. um, Yeah, so Tony can actually now generate another body and download the consciousness of people actually into this body, which presumably would bring them back. Not another version of them, but actually them. Only problem with it is, can only perform it once. He hasn't uh, got past that glitch yet. I'm sure he will, though. If they do it a second time, the the body and the mind will start uh, degrade. Yeah, they adapt to it, to the procedure. 
And for anybody unaware what The Five and Krakoa, what what Features was talking about, if you're new to comics or you're new to the show, uh, with the X-Men going on right now, we know that Jean Grey has come back to life a million times over in the comics. I think she's at, what, like 17 times in continuity she's come back to life? 21. So I think 21 and she's died and come back, but I think in continuity it's still in the teens. Like I don't, I, there's a bunch of stories where she's died and come back that are that are not it actually is, continuity. But still, the fact that we're over ten, it doesn't even matter. The fact that we're we're talking about seventeen versus twenty one here, over five, it's is a lot, right? <laughs> over so, nine thousand. So, com- so comic characters die and come back all the time, especially the X Men. Um, so what writer Jonathan Hickman did was he found a way that he can in- incorporate that into the story in Krakoa that can es- resurrect people when the the island can essentially resurrect people when the main five of the Krakoan diplomats maybe we want to call them and they they have they, I think they're just called the five but well, they, they are determine, on a quiet table I think yeah and then they they determine whether or not uh, to resurrect somebody. All right, let's uh, let's move on from there and talk about probably the most convoluted thing we're going to talk about. I love how we just talked about resurrection, uh, and now we're going. Let's go more convoluted than that. Let's take this, and not only is it more convoluted, let's make it more convoluted in a Daredevil book. One of the most, ooh, one of the most like easy to understand books. It's not a very convoluted story. Daredevil, I don't think is very convoluted. Would you agree? In general, no. No, in general, it's pretty cut. cut No. But Daredevil in conjunction dealing with certain uh, antagonists, yes. Sure, but like the, a normal Daredevil story isn't one I'd go, oh, this is going to get convoluted. Like it would just, it's going to be, you know, blind lawyer, fight some bad guys, book's over. <laughs> so, and sometimes people get resurrected. Sometimes there's like demon warriors. But for, for the most part, it's just like, it was Marvel's Batman. It's Marvel's blind Batman for a while. Go it watch was, a Netflix show. Right, it really, but my point is, is that they there was a character named Mike Murdoch. If Mike Murdoch is sounds interesting or sounds Ooh. unfamiliar to you, that's because Mike Murdoch was a alter ego that uh, Matt created to distance himself from the Daredevil character. So he used it as a way to get people to stop looking at him, saying essentially, "This was my twin brother who was bat who was Batman who was Daredevil." I'm Batman. Um, this is my my twin brother was Daredevil, and then he faked his twin brother's death. So that's really where Mike comes How from. Mike convenient. is a yeah. Well, and look, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous now because it's been done a million times over uh, of the whole faking your death or your 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 twin brother. But like at the time, I don't know. It wasn't me. It was the one armed man. <laughs> uh, but where the story gets really weird is that Mike started showing up. Wait, what? Yeah, Mike started How coming around. Happen? <laughs> Convoluted. <sighs> e- easy, easy. Let's way. begin. Yeah. Let's begin. Layman's terms. Well, so Mike became what was called a fragment. Um. So there was an inhuman named Reader who uh-huh. was, who used his power to create the the fragment, like a shell of who Mike was. But Mike didn't actually have memories or didn't affect the world in any which way. He wasn't a real person. He was Can just this. Go ahead. Ex Machina. Yes. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> um, but he, but again, he, he, like nobody knew of Mike. It was all of a sudden there was just this Mike showed up and it, it was apparently the one that, that Matt created. Well, using a, a, a Norris Nornstone, uh, they were able to alter reality to turn Mike from a fragment 
of a, of a human into an actual being. And when it did, it, it altered reality to a point where all of a sudden Matt got an influx of memories from his childhood that Mike was now a part of. And then Mike all of a sudden got a flood of memories of his past. Very similar to when uh, they altered reality to turn um, Cap into Hydra Cap. And he got all of I those memories of his mother. That. Well, because it's true. It, he had this. It was a very similar uh, outcome, where all of a sudden this this influx of memories changes everything. So now, true. long story short, Matt now has a brother named Mike, and it's a real thing. Matt legitimately has a brother Tw- named Mike. Yep. Twin brother. Twin brother named Mike. So Matt, Matt, and Mike Murdoch. And Matt right now has a beard. The only way to tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, Mike. Sorry. Mike's got the beard. So convoluted, <laughs> but if all of a sudden you start reading Daredevil comics and he starts bringing up a brother or Mike starts walking in the room, that's why. Or if it looks like Matt's on the screen twice, the writer didn't or the artist didn't make a mistake. <laughs> uh, all right. So keeping the convolutedness going, let's talk oh, about Mephisto geez. and Conchu. Let's talk about what's been going on with the Avengers and with Moon Knight and the weirdness that's been going on there. So. Moon Knight's been getting his his just dues recently because we now as we know he has his Disney Plus show on the way, so they're going to try and make him relevant by throwing him in as many books as possible. And they started it with uh, Avengers, and through the Avengers book, he's been slowly taking all the powers from the standard Avengers. So he became the Sorcerer Supreme. He stole Thor's hammer, uh, he, and he's using this to kill Mephisto. His goal is to kill Mephisto, who is the stand-in for for the devil in, in Marvel Comics, because they couldn't actually say the word devil back when the Comics Code Authority was the thing. So that's Mephisto, is Marvel's devil. Devil's own devil. Devil's own devil. Um, so... They kill him, as we talked about before on the show. I mean, this is, I would say spoiler alert, but this is we've, we've said this one a million times over. Um, but in the most recent issue in Avengers 34, or 35. 35, thank you. In 35, all of a sudden, Moon Knight, very excited that he, that, you know, they finally got rid of uh, Mephisto, Khonshu says, no, 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 we only kill one. And then- hey, what? Uh, all of a sudden, a body of Mephistos are are there, and there's a there's a a pirate, there's an Egyptian, there is there's a, just a multitude. I'll put the image in the show post, but there's a multitude of Mephistos that Kanchu has already killed from various timelines and realities. Uh, so he what Kanchu was saying is this isn't over yet, um, but we're 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 getting there like there was a, a gladiator mephisto there was a gangster mephisto a cowboy mephisto i don't know why you'd want a cowboy mephisto or why there would be a reality where mephisto decided to put on a cowboy hat and was, and, there, was there a pirate mephisto there was it starts with a pirate mephisto there's a oh. shakespeare mephisto shakespeare there's, mephisto. there's a there's a karate mephisto oh, speak karate. so anyway point being is um you know, Conchu's got his work cut out for him because Mephisto is not truly gone. And Mephisto can't really be gone. He's Again, he's Marvel's devil, so he'll be back. But I really just think this is all leading to a, a fight between Conchu and Moon Knight. I think Moon Knight is, is bolstering his powers right now to be able to take out Conchu in the future. Very similar to how they're bolstering Venom's power to be able to take on Null coming up when that book comes out. So yeah, I, think, I think they're, they're, they're laying the groundwork for a huge Moon Knight-based event where he fights Conchu. I think uh, Mephisto is probably the only being in the universe or multiverse, whatever you want to call, that can stop Conchu. So he's going to take them all out so he could be the supreme, and that's what's going to lead to him fighting Moon Knight. Yeah, he'll he'll be the new Mephisto, more or less. And then An- another go, death. Oh crap! What have I done? We need to fix this. And for that's anybody unaware, well, it's it's something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a thing. 
uh, if anyone doesn't know who Conchu is, that's the person who apparently gave Moon Knight his powers. I think it's been retconned now that he legitimately is a thing. I mean, I guess with this well, whole Avengers thing. book, yeah, I guess with this <laughs> Avengers book. For the longest time, we didn't know if Moon Knight was just crazy and that was just a figment of his imagination, but I guess not anymore. <laughs> that's the thing now. Uh, all right, let's move on to TV news. So uh, starting from there, we're going to go through some of this stuff real quick. Uh, the Flash showrunners... Um, Eric Wallace has talked about how uh, Hartley Sawyer's elongated man, how he's going to actually edit, uh, be written out of the show. We thought this was how they were going to do it, but they have confirmed that he's not entirely gone. The character will come back. But for right now, they're going to just use another actor and say that he got stuck and he, because he can change his appearance, as we've seen throughout the show, they need we, to stop listening to our show and stealing our ideas. Yeah, we we called this a while back, but they've <laughs> confirmed that that's what they're going to do. That it, the the role's not gone. Elongated man will come back, but it just will not be uh, Sawyer who's playing him now uh, because of those tweets. We need uh, royalties. Um, yeah, right. He's not gonna. Oh, we need royalties. We yes. need royalties. I agree. Yes. We need royalties for a lot of things. I agree. Uh, okay. Anybody want to um want to. Kill some people with some laser babies. Wait, what? Hmm. I know uh, that sounded weird, but like that's that's a legit question. Like, you, like in the boys. Exactly like in the boys. Exactly. It's almost I, like you have the notes in front of you too, baby Huey. <laughs> I, I would. Well, I would do that. You. I would do that. And guess what? You can. <laughs> you can download a, an AR game. How can you do that, Menti? From the boys. Where it allow, it's well, an AR game, so in now. your own living room, you can use a laser-eyed baby to kill a bunch of people. Laser-eyed baby. Laser-eyed babies. Not lazy-eyed baby. Laser-eyed baby. I, I mean, one of them might have lazy eye. It just shoots oh, a that would the be, right. Yo, that would be a shame. <laughs> that would be a shame. He's going all over the room. <laughs> I, I don't know which way to shoot. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to turn his head slightly to the left to be on target. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there's that. Um, now for a little bit of sad news. Yeah, a little bit of sad news. Um, little little moment of silence for Norm Spencer. We'll talk about who that is in just a moment, but a quick moment of silence for Norm. So if you're unaware, Norm Spencer was the voice of Cyclops on the animated series of the X-Men, who I would say is probably the reason most of us are into comic books. He was an awesome Cyclops. He was phenomenal. He is Cyclops. Like that's still the voice of Cyclops to me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. Uh, didn't he do the voice uh, of Cyclops in the games? I think so. I think so. I could Sound be wrong, like but it. I think so. But um, one thing that so Baby Huey texted us and told us that this happened, and then I saw on Twitter the guy who voiced Wolverine wrote, "I lost a dear friend uh, and cohort, Norm Spencer." Um. What a sad day. Norm was the voice of Cyclops on the X-Men animated series. He was a genuine character and a sweetheart. Uh, I'll, I'll miss you every day, Psych. Uh, psych. Um, sorry about the Corvette. Or the, sorry about the convertible, bub. See, uh, uh, <laughs> see you later, my friend. So, so for anybody who doesn't get that reference, on the uh, first, issue, first episode of the X-Men series, after uh, they had to abandon Morph to save their lives, Wolverine uh, storms out like normal, and then on the way, he cuts open the roof off a of Cyclops car, and then he calls it a convertible. Tell him I made him a convertible. Um, he did voice uh, Cyclops in X-Men vs. Street Fighter uh, and X, uh, Marvel Super Heroes vs. Uh, Street Fighter. Optic Blast. Optic <laughs> Blast. Uh, okay. Gene Splice. Uh, 
So moving on from there, uh, we've got a little bit of Walking Dead news. Uh, one, we have the Walking Dead diaries that are coming up soon, which is essentially going to be like Talking Dead, but just more interviews that's going to be after the shows. Yeah, uh, Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, okay. All right, sure, because I know they're redoing everything, or they're re-airing everything because they have nothing else to show on AMC anymore. Um, so, yeah, but we also got a trailer for the season 10 finale, which looks pretty dope. I'm just excited to finish that season out. Uh, at this point, just wanted to end. <laughs> uh, I've I've, I've Five been waiting later. a long time for the end of this season, so I'm very excited for this to happen. Uh, yeah, that's coming out. When is that coming out? That's October 4th, I believe. So, yeah, we're getting there. Um, mad but still excited. So, in a little bit of Star, yeah, a little bit of Star Wars news, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series is rumored to take place in two different time periods. It's been rumored for a while that the show would take place in between uh, in, uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, uh, but apparently it's going to take place uh, partly during the Clone Wars and then partly uh, ev- evading uh, the, new Emperor, uh, the new Empire, uh, leading to him to be on Tatooine. Uh, this is the one that Ahsoka is supposed to be in, who's played a very big role in the Clone Wars. If you haven't watched that, she's probably now my favorite character. Other than the next bit of news we want to talk about, which is The Mandalorian Season 2 has been announced. I cannot express how excited I am for this. Uh, apparently, the Star Wars people are not too thrilled about how the first trailer was, which is why it's taken us so long. Uh, it is going to be out, out October 30th. Uh, but apparently we were supposed to have a trailer out before this, but they're not too happy with the new cuts of it because it's probably, I mean, I'm just guessing here, but with them trying to shoehorn the popularity of the Clone Wars into everything, I wonder how much they were prepared for that and how much they had to rewrite. And there's also been rumors that they're adding in some Ahsoka into that trailer as well. That's what I mean. I think they're trying so... very hard to make a new Star Wars universe out of the Clone Wars. And I don't know if John Favreau and the team who behind the Mandalorian were prepared for that, which is, could explain why they were a little little miffed at the trailer because it felt rushed. Again, this is all rumor. I have no mm-hmm. idea how true any of that is. And, but and, and is rumor she uh, Rosie Dawson did shoot a couple uh, trailers already for the show. So we'll okay, see. we'll see. Well, hopefully that trailer will be out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get into some movie news. And oh my God, Batterson has COVID. What does that mean? What does that mean for the trailer that we just saw? Because I was very excited. That trailer won me over. Baby Huey, is, is, uh, what, what do I, how do I take this news? So, yeah, Robert Patterson has COVID. And so for this foreseeable future that the Batman production has shut down. Uh, hopefully it's only for like two weeks, but they did say indefinitely because, you know, who knows? And the way the different strands of COVID work, you could be fine in two weeks. You could have underlining issues after you're done. I mean, there's a couple sports players that have gotten COVID. Now they have, uh, they have lung and heart issues now. So hopefully he has a full recovery and they can get back to shooting in, in a few short weeks. Our best to Robert Pattinson. Yeah. That, that trailer looked amazing. I feel, it's, it's, you know, it's a shame. And I know Baby, or not Baby Huey, Features probably won't agree with me on this, but I almost feel bad for ragging on him as much as we did when they announced it after seeing the trailer. You know what I mean? Like, I should have just shut the hell up, listened to, to Moshko, who was like, he's got to be great. <laughs> and we were all like the sparkly vampire i doubt it and uh wow were we proven wrong and moscow proven right so mr patterson i hope uh i hope all goes well for you hopefully we see you in this movie because this has been i haven't been as excited for a batman flick in a while yeah i told moscow myself i did not like the suit i didn't like this and like that and yeah. i watched the trailer and like 
uh, I'm starting to like it. I, ever, I mean, I mean, a hundred percent on everything. Man, you guys, yeah. show I'm me something still... shiny, dude. You can win me over. Listen, I'm, st- I'm the jury's still out for me, but I do understand why you guys like it though. Because so. it looks amazing, the... and, ah. and we only saw twenty five percent of it, and that twenty five percent was incredible. Amazing. We saw like, we, we saw yeah. like two percent of a twenty of. They shot 25% of the movie, and we saw a two-minute trailer, so we only got, like, less than 10% of what they actually filmed, and that, <laughs> so we've got, we got to see maybe 3% of the movie in that trailer. Maybe. <laughs> so, right. if that was that good, <laughs> God only knows what the rest of that trailer, the movie's going to be like. So, hopefully, you know, Godspeed, Mr. Patterson. I hope the, I hope the best for you. Get well soon. Get well soon, please. Um, all right, let's talk about New Mutants and how that's been a, uh, a cluster bomb. You mean the, the joke that just keeps giving? Uh, yeah. After all of this, for, them, for the reviews to be as bad as they were is kind of a shame. I was really hoping that this would turn it around. Me too. Or it would at least go out with a bang before the uh, MCU takes it oh, over. Oh, it but did. They, they took well, it out and told it to the roses. Whose studio's creating the movie? Uh, this was still Fox. Uh, but I then rest my case. The, <laughs> That's fair. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm. I'm not gonna argue with you because this is. It, this is just adding to the dumpster heap. Apparently, I don't know how true that is. I haven't seen the movie because I refused to go to a theater during all this. So if they would have been did like uh, Bill and Ted uh, face the music, I would have seen it already, which was awesome, which was amazing. Uh, if they would have just released it. that, I, I, I would have spent the twenty. You should. It's worth should, it. Twenty five like, bucks. You can you own should, it. You should hang up right now and go in, get it. It's in theaters now, or for twenty five bucks, you can own it. And wow, is it great! Well, there's a for, there's the, a bundle for it that gives you all three. So yeah, yep. Worth your time. Worth it. Here's the here's the only problem with that movie, and I'll make this real quick because this is so off topic. But <laughs> it, the first like twenty five minutes, you're like, this is a mistake. They should not be making this movie. The first, because you 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 have high uh, high expectations for it, but then when you finally see Bill and Ted, especially with them being older, it's hard to believe. It's hard for you to like look at them and go, "That's not Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter." Like it's, it's it doesn't really feel like Bill and Ted. And then all of a sudden, all the supporting cast come in, and and it starts to take like take shape of a Bill and Ted movie. Oh, I was I was pleasantly surprised at first. I was like, "This is a little bad." But and the the, the girl that they have playing um, Ted's daughter. She has uh-huh. all his mannerisms down. Oh, they both were great. They both like, did, both the, the both she, their daughters are great. Like she looks like and acts like his daughter. All right. So now wow. that we've wasted time on Bill and Ted, <laughs> let's uh let's go through some last bits real quick. Uh Man of Tomorrow came out. Uh the new DC animated movie for Superman and I dig it. It was good. Uh, it's like a new open, a new origin story for a new origin story for Superman. My only qualms are they really wanted to paint a story of of the last survivors of their races, like to say that he's not alone because the whole thing was him being alone, him being the last survivor of his of his species. Um, and then they brought Lobo and Martian Manhunter in, who are also the, the last survivors of their species as well, minus the fact that Lobo, you know, killed his species. <laughs> so but so it's a story like, of the three like of them versus parasite who can absorb your life energies and powers um yeah it was it was okay i did not like the design for parasite that didn't bother me i didn't like i don't like parasite to begin with but like at the at the end he turns into basically uh the 98 godzilla he does look like the 98 godzilla that is true like 
Very it, much so yeah. he does. <laughs> Very much he does. Uh, but again, it's not bad. And it, and if the art style didn't bother me like I thought it would, it, it, it's fine. It took me out a little bit every now and then, but not as much as I thought it was going to from seeing the trailer. But just listen to how we're talking about this movie. Like when the DC animated movies come out, we're usually like, dude, you cannot believe how good of a movie that was. Unless True. it was uh, The Killing Joke, which was terrible. But everything else, for the most part, was great. Like beyond great. This is just, it's okay. It's okay. You, you think I there like, might like be a, a role reversal? The animated movies start becoming bad and the actual movies, the live action movies become good? I'll take that. I will take that. Yeah. I will, t- I will take that all day. One thing I did like is they made Lois like a badass. Like she's getting this, she's getting deep in to get the story. Something they haven't really, really done with Lois. Well, the comics do. Well, I meant with the animated, with the movies. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I, I like Lois with a little backbone. Like I expect that kind of Lois. Like it, it, yeah, it opens up with her, you know, being Lois, which I, I was, I was, I was good. I, I prefer it. that Lois. Yes. Uh, okay, moving on from there, real quick, some Ant Man three news. Uh, not only are is top billing going to uh, both Ant Man and the Wasp, which is great. So they're they're it's not like it, it's an Ant Man movie where where um what's it called? What's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Ant Man the Wasp two? <laughs> we don't know what the name is. Um, but they did. There are rumors to what we can expect, and they they. The production team was talking about how they didn't really get to focus on the quantum realm really at all. They only, it was used as a as a as a plot device for Endgame, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and it was and something that they talked about a lot in the second one, and they sprinkled in the first one. But it's not something that they've spent any real time in. So they're hoping to spend more time in the quantum realm in the third one, which isn't where the microverse is. Isn't that where like uh, Captain Universe comes from? Uh, like there's some cool things. Isn't that where the uni- the Captain Universe power that Spider Man eventually gets? Didn't that come be. from the microverse? No, those were cosmic powers. No, no that's cosmic powers. Universe. Well, no, there's a there's a there's a huge power that comes from the the microverse. It's a, good, it's a big deal. Uh, I, why can't I think of the name of it though? Anyway, baby, who's gonna look that up? Because I can already tell from my peripherals that he's already looking it up. Um, and the uh, there's a possible villain um, for the movie as well, which is Modok. Which makes sense because with the Modok show that was canceled, with Modok being the main villain of the Avengers game, as well as with this news, it makes sense why they're putting so much effort behind Modok right now. If they're going to bring him into the MCU as the villain of of uh, Ant Man three, so, uh-huh. so, so the quantum realm is also the microverse. It's just they, it's, it's oh, it's the, the same, same, it's same thing. But isn't there a city? There is a city with some weird aliens, which we kind of got in. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Well, they showed it. You can see the city in the background. Right, but we got some of those, some of those creatures in there. That's who uh, Wasp was fighting off at the end. Remember? Mm, no. No, there were definitely creatures in there. Um, anywho. All right. So the next bit of news, real quick things. Robert Downey Jr. in no... No mixed words here is done with the MCU. He said in a in the Smartless podcast, the the Jason Bateman one, uh, that he no longer has any obligations to the MCU or to Marvel. He that that part of his life is all done. So we're I don't really believe it. Okay, Stephen Amell. Yeah, right. I don't really believe it because they they lie to us in every trailer. <laughs> now, like, yes, your obligations are done, which means you don't have a current contract. Doesn't but mean you're not going to sign up. another one. 
Yeah, it doesn't right. mean you're just on a cameo or something. Or do a voice for the, the What If mo- uh, show. Or even be the AI for Riri yeah, when they bring like her he, in. He doesn't, like you guys are saying, he doesn't necessarily have obligations to be in the movie, like his persona or, or image. But he could probably lend his voice, but it's, it's not an obligation just yet. Right. Yeah, it's, it's going to, he'll be back in some way, shape, form. Yes. All right, know. moving on from there. Uh, let's talk quick video game news. Uh, number one, I don't play Fortnite. I don't think anybody on this podcast plays Fortnite. But Try if like you once. do and you're excited about this, Marvel does have uh, their season four um, crossover with Fortnite, which is going to be about Galactus. You can be She-Hulk. You can be Cosmic Thor, which is awesome. I love the fact that they brought in Jason Aaron's. Um, yeah, that's uh, awesome. No, not Jason Aaron's. Uh, Donnie Cates Thor. Yes. Uh, Iron Man, Wolverine. Uh, who am I missing? Storm, some other people. Black Doctor Pan- Doom. Well, Black I didn't see Black Panther was no, in but it, his, but but his uh the Black Panther statue. It is. And is do you there. see what the players did? No. A bunch of players went over to the statue and didn't fight for a round. They all just stayed at the statue That's until the awesome. round was over. This is kind of cool. It's like a remembrance of them. That's that was That's really cool. cool. That was cool. That's dope. Uh, all right. And the last bit of news for the Avengers game, uh, although the original six characters plus Kamala Khan will be free, uh, all the characters coming out from there will have $10 battle passes uh, connected to them. And they did announce a new character for Kate Bishop. They also said that Black Panther is coming, but they're going to hold off on that with everything going on with Chadwick right now. I think they're going to change the way that they approach how to do this, uh, bringing in Black Panther. But I, as having the pre-order, the pre-ordered the game and having it a chance to play it yesterday, it is amazing, and I can see playing this game for a very long time. And anno- at first, I was annoyed by ten dollars, but now not so much. <laughs> I get it. I'll sure I'll give you ten bucks for Hawkeye. I'll give you ten bucks for Spider Man. I'll give you ten bucks for for Black I need Panther. To free up some space on my PS4. I think much. Kate Bishop. Sorry, you're probably not going to get ten dollars if you're anything like Future Fight. And I don't want to. I don't want to do it. But, well, she's uh, better than Hawkeye. Oh, uh, <laughs> excuse you. Nah. She's not better than Hawkeye because Hawkeye got the Ronin costume and he's amazing. But we're not going down a future fight rabbit hole. <laughs> we're going to end the show. Somebody tell me to do that thing. Minty, do that do thing. that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, if you enjoy this show, do us a favor, share, comment. Uh, rate us on iTunes. It just makes it easier for other people to find the show. It helps with the algorithms. The more people who like it, the more the more faces it gets in front of. So we appreciate all the support we've been given. So thank you so much for that. Uh, once again, I'm Menti. And I'm Features. I mean the Huey. Uh, he is the I Huey. I didn't know what I was going to say there. You nah, definitely nah, did nah, not. Nah, 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 hey, boo-boo. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Howdy, 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 ho. <laughs> no. Come on. Hi, 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 yo. No. You both, you both suck. All right. Deuces. <laughs> Excelsior. Deuces.